this day, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up, knelt down before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered him, What do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not defraud, honor your father and your mother. He replied and said to him, Teacher, all of this I have observed from my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, You are lacking in one thing. Go, sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have a treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At that statement, his face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words. So Jesus again said to them in reply, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were exceedingly astonished and said among themselves, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For human beings it is impossible, but not for God. All things are possible for God. The Gospel of the Lord. I never tire of telling you, let's not grow weary. I say it to myself, especially on Mondays, and I say it to you a thousand times, don't grow weary. Let's not grow weary of listening. There was a Spanish saint who wonderfully put it, in one of his prayers. Beloved Mother, let us not grow weary. It seems very difficult to achieve, and I'd say it feels good at times, when we get tired because we loved a lot, because we loved God, which is much better. But the way I see it, the expression denotes a different type of weariness. I believe it means the tiredness which doesn't let us go on with a smile spread across our faces the one which disconcerts us a little, which takes away our desires. In the end, it's the tiredness which forgot about Jesus who, by the way, also got tired. Mother, let us not grow weary of believing, waiting and loving. It's the only thing that leads us to that happiness which brings a smile to our faces. It's wonderful to start the week by listening to this passage from the Gospel. There are so many things to consider, so many feelings involved, and so many different reactions. There are too many questions. Towards the end of some spiritual exercises, one of the participants said, When I came here, I was full of doubt, and now I'm even more doubtful. It seemed funny, but it was profound. Getting to know Jesus dispels doubts, but at the same time, 
faces us with many questions that we filled as we walk with him. That's what happens to us when we listen to his word. The word of God never ceases to amaze us. Rather, it must never do, because each scene from the gospel is an inexhaustible source, food that lasts forever. So, beyond what the word of God says in itself, there are thousands of ways to receive it, thousands of hearts. The word is one, the hearts and the responses are varied. Try to give your own answer according to what you hear and meditate on. Also, try to pose your own questions. Today, I feel like bombarding ourselves with questions. We might find the answer to some of them, but not to some others. But it will be the beginning. We must make a start on trying to find answers. On several occasions, we hear that he who had an encounter with Jesus, as it happens in today's reading, was never the same. He who met such an irresistible person could say nothing but yes. He couldn't resist so much love. It's a logical line of reasoning. It's true. But there's something missing. There's one more possibility. There's the answer of the actual man, of so many men throughout history. Yes, unfortunately, there's one more possibility. Is there a possibility that one can see Jesus face to face and go away sad? Is there a possibility that having been looked at by Jesus with so much love, one can go away sad? Could it be that we run up to Jesus, kneel before him, filled with love, and that we end up going away empty-handed, being worse than the run better? Is it possible to come near God and try to negotiate salvation after death, but forgetting about his proposal to live life differently? Is it possible that Jesus suggests that we give something up to follow him and to attain something that's more wonderful and fulfilling so that we can share what we have and don't deny ourselves or go out life keeping our heads down? Could it be that we still don't understand what it means to be a Christian, what it means to Jesus? Could it be that we refrain from rejoicing in God's liberating plan due to our material and spiritual wealth? God divested himself of everything to be with us. Everything is possible. Think about it. Pray. Meditate. Today's reading ends with a very possible possibility, a more wonderful one. All things are possible for God. God is able to do away with our pettiness, the one that doesn't let us dare the impossible. Jesus is able to make us melt into his embrace and to help us discover that following him, loving him, is the best thing we can do. We must just give up those possessions which don't let us enjoy the best in life, the possibility of loving and being free. Doesn't this dispel all that? May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.